G'day, it's Dave the Builder. Always love listening to Marco and the Ox on a couple of blokes and a couple of beers. Let's go, guys. Was Shirley Strawn, Shirley Strawn was in... Um, Skyhooks. Skyhooks. What a man. But was Shirley Strawn in anything before Skyhooks? No. Uh, well, he, he probably was in some obscure thing, but not anything okay. big. No. Yeah, okay. It's an amazing story, Shirley Strawn, how he got going in the that hardware great. store. Yeah. Oh, the hardware show where he was a handyman. He was a carpenter by trade. Amazing character. Shell's yeah. Backyard. Oh, Shell's Backyard. That was a good one. Shell's Neighbourhood. Yeah, Shell's Neighbourhood. And what was the crow called? Claude the Crow? Claude. Claude, Claude the, the Crow. crow. Claude the Crow. <laughs> Righto. Are we going to get go. on with this show? Yeah, let's get going. Hey, before, uh, g'day, everyone. Um, G'day. <laughs> G'day. Hey, you got no idea how many people are talking about the ENS Trading Clearance Centre, Timmy. No, it's ripper. Stacks of people are so going I'm, down getting cheap stuff. I'm getting my dryer. So I've got. I've told you about my ongoing thing about this stupid dryer I've got. Yeah. It's a 30-amp dry, uh, dryer. It's got a different plug, so I'm going to bite the bullet. Yeah. Okay. And I'm just going to get a basic one because I don't need the fan dangle. Because a dryer you only use now and then. Yeah, that's right. You'd know about this. Yeah. Because Ralph Lauren stuff is partial dry to shrinking. Cleanable. Yeah. Partial to shrinking. Yep. So so I don't like – and I can't afford any shrinkage with my clothes <laughs> at the moment. So the less just I, with the clothes? Just with the, just with the clothes. So the less I use the dryer, the better, but I'm going to get one from them. Um, so how are you going to do these push-ups, buddy? Are you going to do 60 all at once or all six right. at a time? What are you going to do? All right, so I owe you 40 push-ups because Duck hasn't – 60. 60 now? Yeah, 60. All right, so what I'll do – what I'll do. Six. So, so Duck's let me down. Six now, by ten. Duck's in a lot of pain with his shoulder. <laughs> I saw him the other day. That's rubbish. He's in a lot of <laughs> he pain. Was walking along the beach. Yeah, no, he can walk. But he's he, looking good, he's, by the way. But he's struggling. He can't really talk at the moment because he's still on a lot of an, a lot of anti-inflammatories. Is that right? With his shoulder. That's right? why he can't talk. He had a well. He had a. You ever had anti-inflammatories? Yes, uh, of course I have. Okay, so he's got his shoulder replacement, which is not good. But then we're also going to have Tom Lynch on. Tom Lynch, though, he's footsie. Hang on a second. He's got a Can we just foot. do one football at a time, one guest at a time? On, Let's not. On. You'll be doing six push-ups for the rest of your life. Have you? Have you? You may not have thought about this, but there is a common trend <laughs> with centre half forwards. Oh, yes, they're very selfish. <laughs> they're unreliable. Very. They selfish. are unreliable. Yes. They let you down when you least expect it. And I can talk from experience. In fact, I've spoken about this before, but centre half forwards and full forwards—they're the—they're the doers. They are the doers of all doers. How, doing as in what? Everything. Off? Everything. Off Everywhere. field. You, you don't see ever a, a full back or a centre half back anywhere in the media. Simon Prestigiacomo, he was everywhere. <laughs> he <laughs> never, was everywhere. Never spoke. Never, ever spoke. <laughs> David Dench? The only one I can think of that was in the media that was a backman yeah. is Spud. Yeah, that's true. Everyone else is a forward because as, I keep, as I keep saying, forwards make shit happen. <laughs> oh, just to be clear, what position did you play exactly? Well, I don't want to go on about it. <laughs> half forward flank. But I was, was not a half forward flank. I was a full forward. You're a good I was a half forward. Um, <laughs> anyway, so it's um, so so go back. So and go with the push push-ups, ups, please. What are we doing? Okay, so I owe you sixty. Sixty. I'll do ten lots of eight. That's eighty. Well, I've got to give you a little bit of mayonnaise because I'm not doing them in one hit. <laughs> if I do them in one hit, my, my, my arms will blow up. And can I they'll ask? They'll get too big. Yeah, they'll get too big. No, I, don't, I, I, I can't afford a lock up. <laughs> now, can we get third man? Hey, hey. Third man, third man, can we get you to join us? Do you want to join, join me with doing push ups? Oh, he gee. didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> no, I know, but, but sometimes you just need a wingman. Oh, oh, you can be my Robin. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Garth, that's not going to move for anyone. Eight at a time. Hey, while well, we're on third man, yeah. that, name has, that name doesn't work, by the way. That third we've man, had complaints. Third man, we've had a lot of feedback. Loving it. Um, actually, someone did tell me that your initial nickname or your first nickname of note, you went by the <laughs> by the nickname. I don't know why, and I want to get the story. What is it? Johnny Fortune. Oh, that, that, oh, that is hey, Johnny Fortune. Johnny Fortune. Okay, no, it's no, like, no. Sounds no. like a cartoon character. No, no, no. Sounds I like know a, where this came from. Sounds this like came, a cookie. <laughs> this <laughs> came from producer Daryl. Yeah. I know exactly uh, where it came well, from. Well, I don't, I, I, don't give up, I, I don't give up my sources easily, but you might be right. Sa- yeah. Sound technician, Daryl. Yeah. yeah. God. Okay. Well, how did you get Johnny Fortune? How did you get Johnny Fortune, not a, man? Not a nickname. Uh, Daz has put some mayo on that. No, when I was... Johnny When Fortune. I was a teenager... <laughs> Please. When I was a teenager and I wanted to get... I wanted to be on the radio... Yeah. I thought every person on the radio had like a stage name. Yeah. Oh no. And I, so I was, I was like a fifteen-year-old kid. Thinking, oh, I've got to think of a really cool stage name. And I came up with Johnny Fortune. Thought, so this, this is your Michael Davis. Davis. This is like Michael. This Davis. is your Michael it's Davis. My Sergeant Michael Davis. Johnny Fortune. It's a great name. It's a great name. It, it is a great name. It won't stick though. Not like Third Man. <laughs> third Man Dan. <laughs> third Man. Third Man will have its own. Will no, have like, its own Facebook page within a week. I doesn't work. Like third Man Dan. I like Third Man. It makes it makes mm. a lot of sense. Mm. You got any civil? Selfishness this week because I just saw some driving in. Yep. So now I don't know if this is civil selfishness on my behalf or yeah. on other people's behalf. I'll be the judge. I'm heading overseas shortly. Right. Where are you going? I'm going to oh, a place you're that is. Going to get colonics. I'm going to get colonics. You got to go indulge in your new hobby. Yep. Yep. Yeah, good. <laughs> so, so I'm having my six clients. So what I'm what, six <laughs> every day, every day, every just day. Just going back for more and, and more. And, oh, and by the way, before and you go about on, the fangs. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Fangs. I can't wait to and see And before the new you team. go on with that, we've had a lot of feedback on the clinic, okay, so good. we'll get to that yeah, later because yeah, yeah. a lot of people want to yak about it. Okay. By the way, can we just get a before and after on the teeth as well? Yeah, yeah. We'll that, do, that's something we've got to yeah, do. Yeah, we'll do that as well. So so <laughs> last time I went, last time I went, I had I, I had wait. red budgie smugglers. Right. And the reason you w- I like wearing smugglers over there, not down the beach or at the pool. Because you had a good rig. No, no. The, the opposite, the opposite, the opposite. No, because when you're going to have massages or you're having cloaks, you've got to walk in with something on rather than a pair, baggy pair of shorts. You need – so smudges, right. I use them just for – All right, just for your massages. So I was, speak, I, was, I was speaking to a friend the other day and this friend said to me, um, are you going – Are you? do you wear budgies? And I said, yeah, I do. And this person said to me, what colour are they? Oh, Right. My budgies are red. Right. But they're really tatty and old and... How, and how, how so old are they? What, what was their uh, birth date? 210. Oh. They'll be, be 15 years roughly yeah. old. They're speedos, so they've, they've lasted. Holes yeah, in them? Any holes? No, 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 no they're, they're pretty good. I don't wear them often, so... What about the stitching? Is the stitching... That's uh, starting to yeah, come okay. loose and all that sort of stuff. So I thought, I'm going to go buy a pair of... A new pair of um, budgies this week. Right. Um, my friend said, do you... Are you you got a colour in mind? I said, oh, black or blue? Because I've had the red. Right. Life's More conservative. Bo- life's too boring to be black or blue. <laughs> Budgies are bad enough. Don't tell me you've got purple or yellow or something. Yellow and purple. <laughs> spotted. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> yellow that, and purple spotted. Yeah, is that civil selfishness? Because I only wear them occasionally. Yeah, I think it is. I think you're what you're going to do to others on that beach what are you going to do to them? I'm 50 years of age. Life is slowing down for me, but does it need to slow down in the budgie smugglers department? 
I think what we're going to have to do just to, to emphasise to you yep. is get a picture blown up and show it to you <laughs> and show what you're okay. doing to everybody else okay. who gets a knife or of what you are going to present like. Okay. All right, I'll do that. Can I do it when I'm over yes, there? Yes, yes. I'll get, do it when I'm over there. Yes, before the first colonic. Okay. Yeah. Hey, so so we get you at peak. So I'll do it at day one and then I'll do it at day ten. Yes. So you'll see. A, so I want to see the difference. Yeah, you'll see a big difference. One with with teeth showing <laughs> oh, in both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we get a real before and You're after. You're going to see beautiful white fangers, you know, chiselled up body yeah. in pink and uh, yeah. in purple and yellow yeah. Um, speedos. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, beautiful. It. Do you reckon right. you get to an age where you can't wear budgies anymore? Like yeah. There should be a cut off for that. Yeah. yeah it's about Twelve. four. It's <laughs> 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 oh, I want to talk about budgies later on. I want to bring what, tweet, tweety budgies or no, budgie budgies. No, I want to talk about my speedos yeah, a bit okay. later on too. In another, in another little oh, talkback topic. So, um, all right, I'm driving in this morning. Yep. I'm driving in, and around speed, the speed limit, uh, I was doing sixty. Well done. Which is, you know, not bad in a forty. You can, you can, <laughs> <laughs> you can still hurt people doing sixty, yeah, and this is this is appropriate to this discussion, because uh, we're doing the show from Assembled Media today, so we're in South Melbourne, and there are that Ding. many bike lanes getting around oh, at yeah. the moment. It is ridiculous. Now, I'm not totally against bike lanes, but I am against the way they are being used in this suburb. So, for instance. If there is a bike lane in between the parked cars and the moving traffic, you don't drive on the right-hand painted line. No. You drive in the middle of the bike lane. Yes. Yes, you do. So what is happening out there? Or even a bit more to the left where the parked cars, because those parked cars aren't moving. They're not moving at all. No. You've just got to keep an eye out for a door opening. We get that. We get it. And if one does open, you've got to do a really yeah. high bunny hop. How are those? It's a messy bunny hop. So what is happening out there is that in two lanes and then there's the bike lane then the parked cars, because these selfish Don't tell me they're going side by side. ...are on the very right-hand edge of the lane, then people actually are too scared to go past the bike and the car... And now we're all going 33 in a 60. Yeah. Now, so clearly, enough's enough. Clearly you're near Beach Road. Yeah. So <laughs> I want to ask you this question. Yes. If a bike rider is actually riding on the right-hand painted line, yes. can you get your horn and just go <laughs> right up his ass? Because I say yes. Remember. Remember the invention. What's that? Remember my horn invention? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. See, I'm telling you, this is exactly why this horn invention works. You're driving down the road, you see the pelican, he's too far yeah, over, yeah. you just and you just and it's a really loud horn. Yeah. And it's remember you yeah. can personalise it. So yeah. you do it in Schwarzenegger's voice. Remember we can do it in Schwarzenegger's voice, it could be hasta la vista, move over, baby, or something <laughs> like that. And just but you do it in a really loud that fixes the problem. Everyone gets the message. But you know the other problem is with yeah. cyclists too. Yeah. They've now got the earpods in. Yes. Or they've got the headphones on. I see that. So it's, That's really dangerous. It is stupid. It is stupid, stupid. It's selfish. Very selfish. There's a lot of selfishness about these bikes. Yep. And girls, and particularly when they get off their bike and they're all having a coffee and they're all walking around in that skin-tight Lycra and you can see the 6 o'clock. Oh, yeah. 
from 50 yards. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. It's enough. If there's one thing I know about cyclists, though, they are very, very militant and they don't like being criticised. And and some points they raise are good. So I think we should offer right a reply. Yeah, so okay. if a cyclist is listening and has a counterpoint, yeah, I think they should let us know. Yeah, let's let Come get, get, them on. Get, get in touch with our socials. Do that. But mm. there is more selfishness from bike riders. I put this to you than any other cohort in this country. They're the most selfish people on earth. I've got another idea, another business idea. Yeah. Cyclists often ride really early in the morning and they can be riding late at night. And you can barely see them other than a little light at the front. <laughs> I reckon there should be a system where you could have almost like the frame, the frame of the bike glowing. Lights up. Glowing. So you can actually see the rider yeah, better than what it is. That is good. That's not bad. It's good. Glow in the dark frame. Like it. Yeah, I like the new. So boots. you could charge. You could charge your bike a bit like your Apple Watch. Yeah. Just charge in. So when you when you take off, it glows. Yeah, right. I was behind a bike rider the other day, and I was very impressed because he didn't have those click-in shoes. He had click-in boots, and they had these strips that went right up his Achilles tendon. So it was quite long. Yeah. And you could see them just going up and down, see, up and down from too. a mile, miles away. It was very good. They should almost make it compulsory that if you are a cyclist, you have reflective, um, you have a reflective thing on. The yeah, minute okay. we are finished this podcast, you need to get out of here, <laughs> go to the patent office, and patent that bike idea. Yeah, Brian Goldberg, Brian Goldberg, a mate of mine, does patents. I'm going to be right on the phone to him. Yeah, okay. Goldie, hey, uh, you know Goldie? Yeah, I do. Ripping guy. Any of your school? I, I went to seven schools as a kid. My record stay at a school was two years. Right, well so done to you. I've been to a few. Was that because of truancy? It was it because of no? It's just because mum and dad moved around. Oh, a lot. that's okay. all. Oh, simple. simple. <laughs> that's all. Okay. So I went to Donburn Primary, Kerrymira Primary, uh, uh, Dingley Primary, uh, Kingswood College, Oakley Tech, Blackburn Tech, and I got my HSC at uh, Holmes Glen. Then I went to Texas Tech. So you count that one. There's there's well eight. done. There's, so, anyway, that doesn't matter. The point of this story is I've been scarred for life a long oh. time ago. Scarred for life. Because really? at Kerrymira Primary School... Where's Kerrymira? Is that in... In Shep? Box Hill. Oh, okay. In Box Hill. So at Kerrymira Primary School, for whatever reason, my mum used to send me to school in gumboots. <laughs> I'm glad you find this funny. Gumboots? Gumboots. Box Hill's probably... Gumboots. Actually, I know on the news. Box Hill's <laughs> underwater. Never. <laughs> Box Hill. And we, we spoke about Box Hill, where it got its name. So when I talked to mum about very it... Very boring. When I talked to mum about it, she says I was it was very muddy school and I was coming home covered in mud. So she'd had enough and just started sending me to school oh, in, no. gum, in gummies. Right? So you're not wearing them anymore. As, scarred. As luck would have it. At the school photo, I was standing on the very right-hand side. Oh, thank goodness. With the gumboots in full frame. Oh, no. Not in the middle, standing oh, up. No. Not in the front. Oh, no. In the only possible spot. Oh, no. Where you can see what I'm wearing on my face. Have you please got a photo of this? And, yeah, I do. I'll find it for you. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. And, <laughs> and mum used to tuck my pants into my gumboots. Oh, no. Right? Just for added pain. So good. I love Val. But I'm telling you this. Val's a ripper. Once, twice, three times a year, people come up to me and go, yeah, I remember you. You're the kid who wore gumboots to school, right? 
And uh, I have never worn gumboots since. I will never, ever go close to them. That's, I reckon that's half the reason why I won't wear those Crocs. No, no I got you. Because they're gumboots. No, you're scarred for life. I'm scarred for life. I've got a mate. His name's Mark Schroeder. Well, no Schroeds, yes. Uh, his mum gave him a pair of hand-me-down jeans, but unfortunately his hand-me-downs was from his sister. <laughs> so... <laughs> He was wearing girl jeans for most of his primary school existence. And, of course, you can see everything that he had to offer back then in every school photo. So good. He's scarred for life, all right? So we're both scarred. Is is there anything that you can go back to in your existence where you look back and you just – something's happened and it really has hurt you? I've got two things. One in particular, and it's a fear I have still to this day – my old man was working up at Mount Buffalo. He was a chef up there. Oh, was he? And um, so we went up and visited him up at Mount Buffalo. It was the middle of yeah. summer. Yeah. And um, Mount Buffalo is a beautiful place. And there is an b- unbelievable lookout, which takes you to the edge of the mount. Yeah. And it's like people jump off. The, they do, um, uh, you know, where they jump base off. Jumping. Base jumping. Yeah. So, so, it's real, it's, so it's really steep. Yeah. Anyway, I was a seven-year-old kid. Pretty cocky. Yeah. You know, thing I can't of, imagine that. Thing and thing, I know, fear. I walk straight. So, get out of the car. Get out, get out of the car. Yeah. Get out of the car. I walk straight over to the edge. Yeah. And I wasn't even thinking. I was talking to dad and my sister, I think. Yeah. And then I walked up and I looked over and I absolutely crapped myself. Absolutely did. I've never been, to this day, I have the biggest fear of heights. Really? Because of that one time. I was, so I just, you get, do you get the heebie-jeebies? Oh, the, do you get the weak knees? I am so if, – even if my kids go near an edge, get back, get – I am I'm, – from that day on, I, it still gives me – it still gives me the shakes now thinking what it looked like when I was looking down. It was so high. Like, it was ridiculous. So can I ask you this? Because I've got a I'm mate scared. like this. Robert Huntley, Hunter, he's scared of heights because he feels like when he goes near a balcony – He's scared he might jump off. Yeah. Now, is that true of you as well? You feel like you might actually just go, oh, let's test this out. Well, you you were with me. We were up at a friend's place. It was on the 56th floor. Oh, that's right. And Braze joint. Yeah. And they've got windows, which obviously it's a house, but he's in like the yeah. highest building and I can't even stand near the windows because I think the windows are going to fall out. And, and my the, fear of it is, like, uh, it's so bad. Yeah, so those windows, they're like a house window where you can actually unwind it and look down and you, no. you, you don't feel safe. I can't even get near, I can't even get, if I'm sitting at a restaurant, say I go up to, what's that one, um, what's the one in the city that, Voudemont. Oh, right. oh, you go into Voudemont. I cannot have a window seat. Really? Uh, no, no. It's And it's all because of that one thing as a kid. It's like... I went and saw Jaws, right? Yeah, me too. I went and saw Jaws. He's a good one. And I saw Jaws 3 in 3D. I saw it at the Mount Beauty Hotel or whatever it yeah. was and sat in there and watched it and I've never been able to swim in the ocean yeah, I'm with pretty you much there, ever since. Wow. Dad, Dad took us, Peter and I, I'm to, to the uh, drive-in to watch it and we were like, I was, it was a 1977 movie, right? Yeah. So I was eight and my brother was six so he's taking us to see Jaws and you know that scene where they're on the pier and he's thrown the Sunday lunch, yep. Sunday roast out yep. and they're swimming back. He just remembers he could all, all of us had our feet up in the air going, get your feet oh, out of the I water. Know. I know, it's unbelievable. And now I, waist, if I go further than waist, waist deep, deep, I'm looking around for fins. Yep, I'm the same. Like I, I, like I can go fishing, 
I can go jet skiing. I can yeah. do all that sort of stuff. If I'm on the jet ski and I come off, you see a bloke jump back on that jet ski quicker than me, no chance. Yeah, yeah. I am so – so I'm still – my last one, scarred for life. Yeah. I can never, ever and – I, and I know we might even talk about this later – chewing gum. All right. Oh, well, hang oh, on. We'll we'll definitely, gonna, we, we will definitely, definitely talk about, about this later. So I was, oh, a, yes. I was the Hubba Bubba kid, right? Uh, no which one, one grape or raspberry? I ate them all. No right. one ate more Hubba Bubba than me. Did no you it or spit it out? No, no, always spit it out. <laughs> always spit it out. Put it in the bin. Never flush it down the toilet. Always put it in the bin. One night, I must have been really tired, I went to bed with a mouthful of Hubba Bubba. Yeah. <laughs> I woke up in the morning. It was like a ball of knitting yarn. Like, it was just, there was chewy in my hair in the sheets. <laughs> I was stuck to the pillow. I was, I'm like, I was, like, I was, it was everywhere. It was, it was everywhere, right? It was, and when I woke up, I, I, I'm telling you now, it took me half an hour to untangle myself from all this chewy. To this day, I've never had chewy in the evening ever again. Ever. I don't think, I've ever, I don't think I've ever had Hubba Bubba ever again. It scarred me. Jeez, isn't it amazing? Just the stupidest little thing. Yeah. But don't ever go to bed chewing chewing gum. Right. It's like don't go to bed and have your candle on. You know, <laughs> oh, don't well, have yeah. a candle on because you'll end up in bloody getting cooked. Dangerous. But, I'll, I'll but give you one more. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can demand. I'll, I'll give you one more. And by the way, if you've got something that's scarred you for life, get please get in touch with our socials. We'd love to hear about it. We might even get you on if it's, yep. a, if it's a belter. We'll get you on. Um I went to a little kindergarten that was in a church in Dingley when we first moved down from Shepparton. Is this when you're in kindergarten? This is when I'm in okay, kindergarten. Okay, yeah. Yep, yep. So, yes, that's why I went to kindergarten. No, no, sorry. I thought you might have gone, gone there with your, with your kids or something. Neither. So, okay. Neither. Anyway, that was, that was the local kindergarten, so that's where mum yeah, sent me. Yeah, yeah. So I was a fussy eater as a kid, like stacks of kids, stacks of them. Now, for those that don't know, fussy is an understatement. <laughs> Doesn't eat grapes. He hasn't, he's never why, had a, Why would you? Strawberries? Strawberries, bananas, yeah, nothing. In fact, he's never had vegetables. He is a carnivore. You are. Well, you, you eat meat and that is it. That's right. So these nuns tried to dish up some strawberry jelly. Probably the greatest jelly of all time. I don't eat jelly. <laughs> he doesn't oh, eat jelly. And particularly <laughs> nothing that's got a flavour of strawberries Strawberry. or bananas or blueberry yeah. or anything. So I don't, I'm not eating it. So that nun tried to force me to eat strawberry jelly. I hung in there tough. <laughs> I wasn't going to let this bloody no, thing. Not as a five-year-old. She st- wasn't going to get a win. You stand your ground she, against mm, against sister. No way Beatrice. was she going to win this. Anyway, so I stood tough. Yep. Everyone else finished their jelly. Yep. Except for mine. Well done. And this nun, to make an example out of me, oh no, gave me the cuts. Oh, wow. I got the cuts for not eating strawberry jelly. Really? And to this day, I can never look at a nun in the face again. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I you, mate. you are going to say, <laughs> I, I can never have strawberry no. jelly ever again. No. If I see a nun coming down one side of the road, I walk on the other side of the are road. Are you serious? You know, you know, sometimes you see someone come down the, your side of the road that's yeah. really big and tough yeah, and yeah. you think, oh, Get out of the way. I'm getting out of the way. I just don't want any confrontation. I'm like that with nuns. You're you're spooked by a nun. Yes. In fact, when was the last time you saw a nun walking down the street? They're, they're pretty rare. It's in the city. They're everywhere. The are they? Yeah, everywhere. Like, there must be a convent in there <laughs> or something. There's not a nun convent in the <laughs> there city. Must be. 
Really? There must be. A couple of weeks ago when I saw Oppenheimer, at least part of it anyway. There was a trailer for a movie called The Nun, which is coming out, and looks, te- it's horror, looks terrifying. Is it got yeah. anything to do with jelly? <laughs> I don't know if it does, but I'll tell you what, you are a hypocrite. Look at that, uh, Ox. What are you Look looking at? Look who makes that product. Oh, my goodness. I've just shown Ox a photo. Your biggest selling part of your the Allen's lolly business <laughs> is the strawberries and cream. <laughs> yeah. So you're making a fortune off the strawberry and cream lolly, yeah. yet you don't endorse strawberries. Hey, hey, hey. The cream part of the strawberry and cream <laughs> overwhelms the strawberry part, and that, I'm quite happily eat them. They're called milk bottles. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you're a nun and you're listening... Look out. So we want to hear some Scarf Life stories, for... right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we got to hear stacks. All right. If you've got some, get, get in touch with our socials. Is that the only time you got belted at school? No, no, no. There was another time at Dingley Primary where the girls were all on the monkey bars going round, 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 and me and a mate lied underneath to look up their dresses oh, my. as little kids. Marco, yeah. fair and, enough. And, and that What was did you a... get for that? I got the cuts again, yeah. but that was a very good lesson. As you should. That's right. But see, I never, I was never that way inclined ever again because you know why? I was taught a really valuable lesson as a five-year-old. These days, I'd go give him a cuddle and say, "Hey, it's okay, little Johnny. Make sure you just say hello." I got it. I got. I just got go the... over and, and apologise. But no, the cuts got, were good. I got the strap. My four. Just mucking around. Just for mucking, mucking around. Mucking around, throwing papers into the bin or something yeah. stupid. Yeah. St Anne's, I was at, and the the teacher. She gave it to me three or four times with a strap yeah. and then she got the metre ruler, not the 30 centimetre ruler, the yeah. metre one that they used to use on the blackboard. Yeah. She hit me across the back. Are the, you joking? The back with that. The steel one or the wooden one? No, the wooden one. And I went home and I told mum and mum went up to the school. Oh, your mum wouldn't have copped that. Can I mention the... Bur- yeah, <laughs> Mary, go on. No, no. Name not, names. She's not with us anymore. She's passed. Beautiful. Mrs Edwards. Mrs right. Bloody Edwards. Mrs Edwards, she gave it to me. And then I later found out that Mrs. Edwards was an Essence supporter. Oh. And I hated her even worse. See? I hated her even worse. So That's one of the reasons you don't like Essendon. Essendon? It's because of because, Mrs. Bloody Edwards. she belted me. She belted me with the ruler, but she strapped me. She strapped me many times. I remember I got strapped once yeah. because I got late from one class to the other. I walked yeah. in there and she goes, bend over. I said, oh, here we go. Like, bend over. Strap, bang, leather strap, straight across the backside. Did you have to get your jeans down so you could whack it on your bum or anything like that? Occasionally when I knew I was getting it, I'd slide a bit of paper down there to help out, but it didn't really help. I only got the strap one other time, and like you, you give me a rock and I can hit a Coke can from 40 feet, right? No worries at all. You're the same. I've seen you throw. You're a good thrower. So we were having a rock fight after school. Thrower. What was that word? Thrower. Thrower. Yeah, you'll get used to it then. <laughs> anyway, so we're having a rock fight after school. Got to have rock Full fights. Full on. Got like, it. These kids were hopeless. All right, it was good. Yeah, you're dead eyed. And I got them both. One right in the scone and yeah. one right in the neck. There you go. That'll learn them. So who do you reckon got the cuts? You did. Not the kids who couldn't throw. No. I got penalised because I could hit a target. Because you got dead eyed you got dead eyed dickness right. about you. That's right. Ridiculous. I got, I got six cuts of the cane ones from PE teacher Mr. Murray at Victory High for oh. kicking a volleyball. You did. I did. And my dad went down to the school and uh, ripped a new one of the headmaster. What, what, what was their excuse? You're spo- Dan, no, you're supposed you know, to spike the volleyball. Yeah. No, you're, supposed, you're not supposed to. Apparently, you're not supposed to kick volleyballs. And I, I got seen kicking a volleyball. Six yeah. cuts of the cane. You must have been a little asshole of a kid. No, just was, any a, reason to get you. I was a great kid. <laughs> Third man, Dan. <laughs> great kid. Yeah, the volleyball. I can't imagine. Time to go to a break, I reckon, boys. Yeah, it is. And by the way, you don't want to miss this poll, folks. See you in a tick.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're having a couple of beers with a couple of blokes? This is Oxen Marco. We'd love you to subscribe and rate us when you get a chance. Stop laughing. Yeah, it's actually good. Come on, we got to get serious. This oh, is a bloody serious I'm, podcast. Is it? You, you bet it is. Okay. You bet it is, and particularly when there are polls on your behaviour, which I really encourage. Third man, what do we got? Get serious. You're right there, Ox. I said get serious. It's one of the great nicknames of all time. Third yeah. man, Dan, I love I'm it. not going to stick at all. So when we were at Box Hill Golf Club, yeah. A couple of weeks, oh, I don't know, maybe two or three shows ago. When everything finished and we all wanted off, well, you'd wanted off early, I should have gone and do something. I think ran was, off. Yeah, yeah ran off. Because I am busy. He left and everything for you to do as well, I noticed. Yeah, you left, a, uh, you had a couple of beers and you had a cup of coffee. Yep. And on your coffee sauce. The coffee I had first before I got to the thing, because I got there early, because I prepare. Unlike my two people sitting opposite side. So I was there early, got Please. a coffee. Yes, correct. And then I had two beers and, during the show. And when you left, what did you leave on the saucer? I left my chewing gum because there was no bin. That's disgusting. No, no, no. And, we, don't the, need the con- we don't need the qualification. Oh, you see, no one context. No, I don't want context. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we put a poll up. It's yeah. a crime. Oh, we're, it's a crime geez, we're interested geez, we're, in. We're hitting, the big, we're hitting the big questions now, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Well, it's, it's about being clean. I was clean. It's about not being selfish. Well, if I was selfish, you know what I would have done? I would have stuck it under the table. (laughs) But I'm not like that. I'm a good bloke. So we put a photo of uh, your uh, chewing gum, uh, which you can see right there again, Mark. I mean, it's it's quite big wad of chewing. It was two bits of rubbish, mate. It was two bits of extra. Rubbish. That is six. That is six pieces of gum. Two. (laughs) The poll question was is this acceptable from the ox? It's just a small cup. And the three answers that we, we gave people as an option were, one, not that big a deal. Yep. Two, I'd forgive it one time. Yep, fair enough. And three, because, you know, that can happen. Yeah. And three, flog behaviour. Yeah. Right. Very good, by the way. It was a great poll. Good yeah. And good options. With well, a lot of and I know what I, I know it's going to be you'll be forgiven once uh, because everyone's entitled to make a mistake. I'm not sure you understand our audience <laughs> very well. <laughs> really? Well, forgiven once was 19%. There you go. One in five. Not That's that big good. a deal. 
Eleven percent. There you go. That's thirty. Yeah. Oh, Flog behaviour. Seventy <laughs> percent. Yeah, I, I kind of get it. So the couple of blokes, couple of his family have uh, decided you are a flog. Yeah, fair enough. Can hey, I, can I ask what did you do with the chewy? Oh yeah, I cleaned up your mess afterwards. What did you do with it? Cleaned it up. Where did you put it? <laughs> under, I, under the table. I took the saucer. <laughs> no, I it? took the saucer in. There was no bins, so oh, I, I know took that. the saucer. I knew that. Yeah. Into the bathroom, yeah. wrapped it up in like some toilet paper, and flushed it down the toilet. You did not. Did your dirty work for you? You. Flushed chewing gum down the toilet. You want to talk about flog behaviour? That's even worse. What's wrong with that? Well, it's going to block the, the, the system. You don't put chewing gum in toilets. It's wrapped up in some toilet paper. Oh, well, you don't think the toilet paper will dissolve? Chewing gum doesn't dissolve in water. <laughs> My goodness, your ignorance is bliss. I, I, I put to you <laughs> Third both, man. I put to you both that if we just change the wording slightly in the three options, you could have skewed the audience to number one. If you – what's number one again? Flog behaviour. No, what's number two? Not that big of a deal. What's number three? I forgive it one time. Right. If you put in there, I forgive the flog this time, <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> then I think – Yes. I think the skew would have gone completely to that because for whatever reason, people gravitate to the term flog. flog. Flog's a good they word. They do. Yeah, great flog word. is a good word. They love it. So can we test it out next time? Next time we'd put a poll up – the one that ordinarily we go, yeah, we'll forgive him this time. I forgive the flog just once. Just once. I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon they'll all just go whoosh. Yeah, I like I'll it. be attracted to it. What else you got for us? We had a bunch of comments about this, uh, about the, the the chewing gum thing. Pritch has said, "Ox should go work hospo for a day." Horrible behaviour from the big fella. No, I yeah. agree. I, I didn't do it deliberately. <laughs> I was busy. I was busy. I didn't even. You opened your mouth and it fell out onto no, the no, saucer, no. I, did it? I deliberately put it on the saucer, but then we got stuck doing the podcast and then I got I got ushered out of there and I forgot. What if yeah. you run over a little old lady on the road? You say, oh, no, I wasn't deliberate. Yeah. Do you think that makes it okay? No, no, no. Yeah. I, if I did that, I'd make sure she was I'd yeah. make sure she was okay and just check how much yeah, money was in her wallet. Your life's a whirlwind. Iron Man Peter has said, is the Ox 12? <laughs> what adult shoes gum? It's worse leaving like that. I reckon civil disobedience. Ooh. No, pe- people in my age chew gum because they might have had some garlic the night before and yeah, right. when you're doing podcasts with two other people, yeah, you're right. being, that is being civil, unselfish because you're doing the right, right thing. If you've got a big meeting and you've just had three coffees in the morning and you yeah. just want to freshen your mouth up, gum's fantastic. Wait till I get the new fangers. Yeah, well, that'll be good. <laughs> Ashburton Lotto, uh, always love that Twitter handle, civil, selfish, the socks. And Tim McCullum has said that is... Timmy uh, Mack. That is a huge example of civil selfishness. I am aghast. Yeah. Who uses the word aghast? Tim. Uh, actually, uh, well, who he, does? He, well, he's a dentist. Who do, who would use the term aghast? Um, well, I'll tell you who would. That's five years of university to be using aghast. A nun would say aghast. Would she? They're getting a good run today. <laughs> I can imagine a nun right saying, oh, my God, you're not eating your jelly? I'm aghast. When I think Come of Come here nun- and let me give you the cuts. When I think of nuns, I always think of Sally Fields. Yeah. The what fly, show was that? The Flying Nun. The Flying oh, Nun. Oh, yeah, what yeah. What a show. She was, or Whoopi Goldberg. Sister Act. Do you want some more feedback? Yeah, um, absolutely. I love feedback. We like good feedback. Well, it's not on the chewing gum. We've oh, moved on from that now. Oh, thank goodness for that. Actually, be, before you be do, can I give you a dirty little secret about chewing gum? Oh. So I'm, I'm a chewing this it may require the cone of silence because I don't want this getting out. Oh, okay. 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 Hang on. All right. All right, there it is. Okay. So... Um, when I'm chewing gum in the car, I do. After a few coffees, if I've got a meeting to go to, yeah. I'm, I'd be worried about the, the breath. Yeah. You know, I, I, don't, I don't want to... You don't want the breath of a thousand camels. No way. No. So I, I, I chew chewing gum. Yeah. 
but normally, because oh. because there is a lack of bins, normally I wind down the window and just throw it out. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. I'm telling you, I do. Well, that's worse. Well, that's worse than uh, putting it on a saucepan. Anyway, or on, on a saucer. I, 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 Throw it out the window. Anyway, I did this once with my young daughter in the car, and she was aghast. She was. She really, would have been. She is looking at. Me, she goes, "Daddy, what'd you do?" And I said to her, "It's a bird pillow, sweetheart. Oh. They'll go to sleep on it." <laughs> How old was she? About four. <laughs> I love your. You are the greatest little fibber of all time. You tell the best fibs. Your fibs are legendary. So now, to this day, my kids will take some chewy before if they forgot to brush their teeth. They'll chew some gum because I've always got it in the car. And then just before they get to school, they wind the window down, they throw it out, and they say, bird pillow down. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> but you are littering. That is littering. That's worse than leaving it on saucepan. It's chewing gum, mate. It's, you know, it'll break down <laughs> oh, will it? in 40 or 50 years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that was in the country. But there's going to be a lot, there's gonna be a lot of birds. Praise a lot of birds out there comfy, though. <laughs> That's right. Then the good night's sleep. Yeah. Okay, so more feedback here, guys. Uh, we've got some feedback on uh, your comments. Uh, oh, gee, I don't know how many pods ago. When you were pumping up Collingwood support, yeah, sure. it was nice. I think they're good supporters. It's a gift that keeps on giving. Uh, had a comment from uh, Rob Dowsing. Now, Rob has said... Ox- How do I obvious- know that name? Uh, play for Melbourne. He's a D play- uh, old D's player. There you oh, go. I know that name. Dowsing. Old D's player. <laughs> didn't, didn't play yeah. sen- he didn't play seniors, though. He played in the forward line. <laughs> he did play seniors. Yep. In the That's- 60s. <laughs> Yeah, I know the name. Well, you look him up while I tell you the feedback. Okay. So uh, the Ox obviously didn't play the Woods at Victoria Park because they were feral, the supporters were feral. Yeah, I was there. I'm 75 years old and I only played a few VFL games, but Vic Park and the Western Oval were the worst back in the 60s. Yeah. I used to go every week as a uh, young boy uh, with uh, the folks and, yes, it was great fun being mean. I played the the last – I think I played the last game at Vic Park. Did you? Your last game? No, the last. No, nah, that was uh, Collingwood Brisbane was the last well, game. I played, I well, I played the last one the Melbourne played yeah, in, okay, yeah. in 92. Yeah. And um, Alan Jakovic kicked, I think, six. So we beat them. Mm. Um, and How did you find it? When we're coming off, there's a lot of warm beer being thrown on us. Yes. <laughs> it was horrible. That wasn't beer. No, no, it wasn't beer. I didn't realise. <laughs> yeah. didn't realise until because I got Because the off. toilets at Vic Park were very small and it was too big a line and if you really needed to go, you'd finish your beer and you would just do it there. All right, now I've done and some work. of course work. you'd have to empty it somewhere, third man. Of course, yeah. So, you know, now the opposition race is yeah. a good option. Why not? I've just done some <laughs> digging on Rob. Have you? Because you, you, so you recognised his name but you couldn't quite yeah, place him. Yeah, I couldn't place him. What are you All doing? right, this is what I found. And it does ring a bell. I reckon I've, I don't I just, anyway. So played around the 60s. So 64, toward, 64 Premiership? No, nah, after that. Okay. So towards the end of the 60s, maybe even early 70s. But played for Dees and South Melbourne. So played dual, dual, right. dual player. Got a fun fact for you, though. Go on. Saturday, June the 3rd, 1967. Right. Now, might not ring a bell to you, Mark. No, I was born in 69. Okay, mate. so it wouldn't. Might have rung a bell to Val. Yes, All right. for sure. She would have been out and about. Probably the what would, the, what would have been the nightclub back then? I don't know. But you're talking yeah. about my mum. All right. So, <laughs> so, 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 on this day, Rob played for the D's against the Hawks at Glen Ferry Oval, yeah. which oh, was Hawthorne's home ground, obviously. Yeah. The D's won by 45. Rob kicked six, six goals, six goals oh. a day. Fun fact, even better than that. Was he playing on Matthews? In that game, playing for the Hawks was. Peter Hudson. 
Stan Elves was for the D's. Yeah. And David Parkin was playing. You're kidding me. Wow. How's that? And he kicked six. So, Rob, you're a star. He could play. Good on you, Rob. Thanks Absolutely. for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening. So uh, I really appreciate uh, a little bit of feedback from a, a well, star. And good research star. too. And last bit of Very feedback. Very good stuff. Last bit of feedback. Yeah, that was good. Last bit of feedback. Michael Dillon has said, G'day, boys. I found you. That's in capital letters. Oh, I found you. Oh, nice. Long-time listener, even on the Macquarie Network. Uh, so up to episode 25 as I write, Ox is telling the dart story, go the blacks. <laughs> FYI, I'm sitting at Four Pines in Mooloolabar oh, up wow. on the sunny coast. I'm on the schooner number four. It's 28 degrees. I'm living the dream. Happy to have found you. Oh. Shagger. Good on you, Shagger. Isn't that nice? Love that's, Shagger. That's really nice. You've got a nickname. You've got a mate who's got a nickname, Shags, haven't you? Oh, no, that was yeah, a caddy. Yeah, caddy. Yeah, caddy. Caddy for Peter O'Malley. And what was the footy club we went to? Lilydale. Lilydale. He was involved out there, Shags. Shags was involved in beating Tiger Woods. On two occasions? Just once, no. Nick O'Hearn beat him twice, the only man in the history of the world to beat Tiger Woods twice in match play. Yep. But Shaggly Dagley was caddying for Peter O'Malley, Pom, Pom, when Pom beat Tiger Woods in the extension match play. How did Pom beat him with his putting? I've got no idea. He could strike it, though, well. I've got no idea. Hey, it's time to spin the wheel. All right, what do we got? <laughs> it's landed on a chewing gum. Oh, 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 this, this is amazing. Well, actually, I've got a I've got a chewing gum gag. Have you? It's a little bit. It's a little bit on the border, though. Right, eh? Right, they're so, my favourite. Oh, so probation ready, perhaps. Now, nah, can we pull down the cone of silence for the joke? Yeah, of course. Okay, because I'm going to offend a couple of oh, demographics yeah? here. Yep. Right. Now, it's on. Did you hear about the blonde who dropped her chewing gum in the toilet? No. She chewed the shit out of it. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's okay. I think that's okay. I think it is. With the cone of silence. Cone back up. There we go. Jeez. Jeepers Christ. That's not bad. Sorry, that was right on the edge. Did you have that just in the back of your mind? Well... I've been thinking about chewing gum and, yeah, yeah stupid okay. things. So today we've offended blondes yeah. and cyclists. And nuns. <laughs> oh, and nuns. <laughs> oh, nuns. Oh, we've done well. And principals at other schools. We should actually have a leaderboard every week yes. of who we offend. That's all right. So yeah. nuns nuns are at the top. Nuns this yeah. week, uh, bike riders. Whoopi Goldberg copped a clip. Yeah. <laughs> so Sunny Sally Fields. <laughs> we, have, we, we, right. we, we have not stopped at anything. See you next week. We'll do. And there it is, another big show. Couple of blokes, couple of beers, run and done for this week. And thanks again to our mates at the ENS Clearance Centre on Dandenong Road, Clayton. If you're in Melbourne, it's a great place for a bargain. There's end-of-line stock, uh, brand-new stuff with a couple of scratches on the box maybe, but the, the gear's perfect, so go and check it out. And don't forget to rate and review the podcast wherever you happen to listen. That stuff really helps with the algorithms to share it with more people, so that'd be really handy if you can do that. Couple of Boys, Couple of Bees executive producer is Dan Bradley at Kaizen Media and sound design by Daryl Misson at loudzebra.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.